Hello, Hello and welcome, welcome to, to the tea. tea. My name is T-Rex. I am joined here by my co-host. Lucky Stiff. What's up? What's up? I've been being pretty lazy today, just like booking shows from my bed and trying to be productive, but also not getting out of bed at all. I got up at 6 a.m. and went to my full-time job all day and then came here. Wow. We are leading very different lives. I eat half a pizza in bed. I hate you. (laughs) But I have today off, so I'm excited. Um, What's new with you? Not too much. I'm sprinting to the finish with my thesis. What privilege. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so unhappy. It'll be done so soon, and I will feel joyful, but right now my brain is falling out how of clo- my ears. How close are you? I have one more draft, and then I have to defend. Nice. Yeah. I don't know what any of that means. Um, I'm almost done. I'm working on it for almost three years. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's the worst. All right. Well, let's jump into it. Yes. Um, a big welcome for the first time ever. She is here from Iowa City. Star of RuPaul's Drag Race. Miss Sasha Bell is here. Hello, Sasha Bell. Oh, hey, guys. How's it going? Good. <laughs> it's me, Tara Waypants from the legendary <laughs> House of Waypants. Waypants. <laughs> um, we, I met you in person for the first time a year ago. I don't remember. I think so. Yeah, I went to Iowa City, but I told her my favorite drag name was Tara Waypants. <laughs> Second favorite is Coco Nutwater from the legendary House of Nutwater. Oh, my God. Nutwater. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is going to be a so, great episode. <laughs> so what's new with you? Uh, not much. Excited to be in Chicago. I'm booked mm-hmm. at um, matinee tomorrow. Yeet. So it's going to be fun. Just going out tonight. Getting oh, crazy. Yeah. We're getting drunk. Where okay. are you going? Uh, Roscoe's. Yeah, Sharon Needles and uh, Scarlet and Vera Roscoe's. Nice. I'm very excited to meet Scarlet. Big fan. Yeah, she's really nice. Um, we, uh, when I went to Iowa City, I got very intoxicated, including like there was, so it's 18 and up and I just started making out with this guy and I'm like talking to him and he has braces on. I'm like, no. Oh, Jesus, I need to back it up. <laughs> and then like, also when I was hosting, they had the window open, like right into the garbage <laughs> cans. And I was like, who is out there? They're like, oh, those kids are like 16 years old. It was like a Thursday or a Friday. It's like kids like watching from the garbage cans, like who couldn't get it. It was like yeah. kind of adorable. But um, yeah, I fucking love Iowa City. We're having so many people at Matinee coming it's from great. Iowa City now. So many yeah. bells. How many bells are there? Well, we lost count. <laughs> How many good ones are there? Oh, just the one. <laughs> Start with the hard questions already. <laughs> just the one. <laughs> Gina Bell, yeah. <laughs> yes, just Gina. <laughs> um, all right, and we are also joined, I believe it is her second time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dixie Lynn Cartwright. Hi. Down broom with a wig on. Yes, I am Diet T-Rex, now yes. with 100% less Twitter followers. <laughs> <laughs> What's new with you? Oh, you know, I had a very bad virus that tried to kill me. Yeah. Um, Maybe next time. But no, I know. <laughs> I feel like everyone was just like, this is the one. <laughs> But now I'm ready to drink until I slowly die alone, like my uncle. <laughs> um, you have been, you just started a new uh, YouTube show. Yeah, yeah. yeah with so, Auntie. Yeah, so um, uh, we, Auntie and I used to do Shot with Soju, mm-hmm. um, and then um, Soju. Whatever happened to Soju? Uh, it's really weird. She was on TV once. Oh, okay. No. Um, and sure then sure. her body betrayed her, and now she lives in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> This we, season, who is from Chicago, has moved, moved to LA. To LA. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Chicago was in quotes when they said that. Um, uh. But yeah, so Auntie Chan and I started our own YouTube series, yeah. doing exactly the same thing we did with Soju. <laughs> just um, now we have her fans. 
Yeah. It's nice. going really well. So you guys just had like 3.5 or something? Yeah, we got like um, 3,000 subscribers. Nice. and Sweet. Yeah, and we just started. So nice. we're doing pretty well. Welcome. I'm happy to have you. Thanks so much. You're missing the dead shark eyes that T-Rex had just then. Uh, all right, shall we jump right in? Yeah. I think we should. We'll let you do it. Oh, me. Uh, Sam from Ames. What influences do you, Sasha? I believe Ooh. this is for you. <laughs> believe that you have had believe that you have had on the LGBTQIA community in Iowa. How slash what do you do to help your community grow? Well, this hmm. is a book. What can we expect from new and upcoming Iowa drag? Here, I'm gonna turn this around to you so you can oh, see you. all of the parts Lame of barter. this question. <laughs> How long have you been doing drag? Um, okay, uh, carry the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um it 14 years. Oh wow. oh, wow. When did you start uh, having kids and doing... Because I feel like every year I hear of a new one, and then you're, well, all, you're all kind of out of one bar, Studio 13, right? And not just the kids that T made out with while she was... That's <laughs> <laughs> why. Um, I, I started probably like five years in. Oh. Okay. when I started adopting or, or having children. <laughs> yeah. Reluctantly, or you were excited to do it? Um, I was excited to do it. But I mean, I was not ready to do it. Now I know that, but you yeah. know, it was yeah what you did at the time. So who's ever mm-hmm. ready for a baby? <laughs> no That's one. That's true. That's the truth. Um, are there uh, were there a ton of drag queens like back in the day, or were you guys just kind of like, well, let's throw something together? Like here, take my last name. Like <laughs> solidarity and numbers. Like in Iowa City back then, there was like four drag queens. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. I started performing because I was just a bartender at the bar at Studio 13, and I... Oh, that whole time you've been there? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So I, um, yeah, I I kept seeing the shows because I was working, and I got jealous, and I was always, you know, a big drama kid and theater kid growing up, so I just started doing it. Oh, this is a theater kid table today. It really is. I love it. I did 11 years of theater. She's... And you were, yeah, and you were Willy Wonka is probably the best thing you're known for. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, so, yeah, do you, I mean, what was the question? It, it was, was about like, the influence it was that like you believe that you have had. I like, that, <laughs> yeah. I like that word believe. Like, what in your brain did you believe. do? What Sam fantasy? from Ames. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I do think that I've taken a lot of people under my wing, mm-hmm. and I've tried to make them be... Uh, not as big of assholes, you know? That's always like, a good goal. Well, I mean, especially, like, in drag, but in gay culture, it's very easy to get bitchy and tear other people down yeah. Yeah. and say, you're fat, you're this, whatever. So, I mean, um, I've, I've hit on that a lot with them and just tried to create... I mean, we really have created our own families. Yeah. I mean, a lot of us came from situations, like, you know, growing up that weren't ideal so yeah, right. it's it's awesome I, I think cre- creating that family and allowing us to be open to other people who are just coming to the bar there are babies coming to that bar all the mm. time you know yeah. as soon as they're 19 they come and and we you know we're not like who who the hell is this you it's know like, welcome yeah. yeah yeah that's such a difference between a good drag scene and a shitty drag scene mm-hmm. is like having people in power who go no no we don't put them through the ringer when they come in we go all right come prove yourself and then in time you make it better we don't go you suck go away well like, it's, yeah. a, it's the difference between like a secure drag scene yes. and insecure mm-hmm. drag scene mm-hmm. it sounds that's like you've developed that culture What's really funny, I mean, like, because we all joke and read each other, you know, I mean, we're all used to that, but 
like I said, at the end of the day, we're, we're all family. What's funny is now with Drag Race and stuff, these kids, or like the stuff I put on YouTube or what they see drag queens put on YouTube, and mm-hmm. they come in trying to read. Oh yeah. My God. yeah. And that. it's so funny. And then like I Don't take the side and be like, look. No, it takes intimacy. Exactly. Like you have to know someone mm-hmm. before you can jab like that. Otherwise, you're just being a dick. It also exactly. takes timing. Like I, yes. T and I have had this conversation a lot of times. Like people who don't necessarily like, let's just say, comedy or wit is not their spiritual gift. <laughs> um, their initial thing is just, I'm just going to be mean. Yeah. And I know, like, yeah. we've all experienced that. Well, I've had to. I've even made like statuses about it on, on or posted on Twitter and mm-hmm. said like, okay. When, if you're ever in a situation where you're saying to some, Trey, can we get the oh, there's plenty champagne? more champagne. Don't um, worry, Dixie. Um, <laughs> where, um, it's okay. That thing where someone says to me like, "It was a joke." After they say something rude to me, that doesn't mean it was a joke. No, a, a joke is uh, a setup, a punchline, and we understand our surroundings here. There's like context. Yeah. Like, don't say something mean to me and then tell me it was a joke. I will tell you it was a joke if I laugh. Yeah. A joke gets validation from laughter. So you don't tell someone something negative about themselves. And then so just you, kidding. Yeah. yeah, it's just like such an... Like, sure dead. you were. Just <laughs> Your dad's... Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> He's alive? He's alive. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. He's been listening to these jokes all these years. <laughs> um, so you've been doing Sasha Bell's Drag Race for how long? This is its eighth season. But wow. We've also, yeah, we've also had two all-stars. Yeah. Now a lot, like a lot of the girls play again. We I allowed that, you know, and like Roxy Mass, she she played like seven seasons and finally <laughs> won All Stars. Love you, Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it's because she was put through that ringer, and now she's like such a well-rounded queen. Yeah. But um, the other thing that's cool, I counted it up. It was over eighty people have played. That's mm. awesome. Wow. And like a lot of them have moved on. A lot of them live here in Chicago and stuff. Yeah. But it's just crazy that many people want to throw themselves into something like this mm-hmm. that who puts it online is that the bar or do you do that or I do, do that. somebody okay that's, that's so a great. lot of work yeah yeah but thank no, you for i love doing it though it, i mean because we love thank, to watch it oh so thank you that's awesome no yeah i went to school for cinema so i love editing and doing all this cinema stuff. i didn't know that Ooh. Yeah. cinema <laughs> sorry I went, no, you're I went i was possessed by oh, a frenchman no, there for, for a minute brace yourself oh it's coming oh Oh, thank you, Trey. Thank you. Um, he can't Trey. respond. He's a silent oh, yeah, partner. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, and then uh, the last question was, what can we expect from new and upcoming Iowa drag? Yeah, what's happening? What's the tea? What's the sitch? Who are we excited for? Um, what are we excited for? Is everything still at Studio 13? <laughs> are we excited? Well, I mean, there's there's the Saddle Girls mm-hmm. in Des Moines. They're so beautiful Yay. and so funny. And they got the Beaverhausens, too. The Garden is great. They got an awesome show cast. Belle's Basics, that's my drag mommy, Pretty Belle. Um, they got some good girls. I mean, there's a lot Bell's more. Basics. Bell's Basics. <laughs> it used to be just Basics, and when she took over, it was Belle's Basics. <laughs> <laughs> um, well... Gina's moving away. Gina's moving here. That's that's Mm -hmm. a new and upcoming Iowa development. Gina's leaving. She's our problem now. Right. (laughs) So that's going to be weird because, you know, she's always there. She's She's like your radio studio. Yeah. Yeah. She's like my YouTube muse, you know? So, and and she's a great judge on the show. It's going to be weird without her there. Um, Just put a cardboard cutout of her. (laughs) Oh, my God. Record some stuff before she leaves and push a button. (laughs) Just <laughs> 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 her Dora Explorer wig, like, <laughs> 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 um, 
No, I mean, like, I keep urging all the girls to try out for Drag Race every year, so hopefully someone will make it. Um, I, I help with the videos. I didn't get to help that much this year, but, I mean, the videos were really impressive. I think four of them turned them in, nice. so nice. someday. I honestly think having the bell name hurts them. I don't know. Really? You know. Why? I do. I, I think, like, if they were, like... If Myling was like, hi, my name's Myling Cyrus, and I'm from Iowa, they'd be like, oh, look at her. But if she says, I'm Myling Bell, I'm Sasha's daughter, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like when they hear family, they have a hesitation. You never see them yeah. booking girls back have, to back. You know what? I've never seen a Crawford outside of Magnolia. <laughs> now that you bring it up. She doesn't even exist. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, drag, like, now that you time. bring it up. Dixie's just here a to cha-cha. make quips and make the rest of <laughs> yeah. us look bad. True. True. How many of the drag queens were there? Um, <laughs> uh, shall I do the next one? I think you should. International Smile. Uh, Kaya from Perth, Australia. Said, what up, what up? Why did you start performing slash doing drag? Why do you keep doing it? How have these reasons changed, Dixie? Like all good dr- stories. I was drunk on a rooftop. <laughs> and when I first moved to Chicago, I joined the Chicago Gay Men's Course because I literally moved here without knowing anybody. Mm-hmm. And I thought I'd go there. I'd fuck everyone in the course and I'd have a bunch of new friends. Um, and they did like a live or singing or enemies. Yeah. They Either the, way you win. Or yeah. people have gone away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. It's not going away anymore. Um, but they're, they do like a live singing drag show every year and someone had to drop out last minute and I was like, I'll try that. Um, and then I just did that like once a year and then I started doing night of a hundred at sidetrack mm-hmm. and they were like, you're kind of funny. Do you want to host here? And I was like, Sure. Like one of the biggest bars in the Midwest. Fuck yeah, I'll do it. Um, So the reasons definitely changed. At first it was just like, sure. Sure. Well, at first I was like, (laughs) I'm a singer. And you know, I know T loves my voice. Uh, So I was, nope. Sounds like a cat getting fucked in the wrong hole. I knew something was going to happen. I knew. Uh, But now, yeah. I I mean, now it's my full-time job and like, I love, I just love hosting. I Like you had said earlier, like I don't perform anymore because like hosting's my, my jam. It just yeah, it really me. does. Yeah. I just, I like, it's one of those things that like it's hard to step away from that responsibility and you're just a part of the cast. Like I like being like, this is my shit, this is my yeah. show. Oh, I like I that it separates me from people. Yeah. I like yeah. that it, it takes me out of the lane and then I'm the one hiring people to do things and then like there's, I don't know, I, I just like that There's it a lot more us, autonomy in what you do for sure. Like I am definitely don't have as much power at Sidetrack, but um, it's just very much, yeah, that changed for me. Now it's just like, you I have want to one be there. thing and you do it well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, people call on you to do this one thing and you can just bang it out on, on, but in a last what's minute. Also, you know how to do yeah, it. and what's also kind of like shitty about that is like when you, uh, when people are like, oh, you're just a host. Like what uh, we do is not yeah. hard at all. Mm-hmm. And then we let like, somebody. Then why don't you do it for two hours? Yeah, you I do think it. it's so hard. Yeah, like, it I, is really and hard. I, 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 it's funny that you say that you feel like you're out of the lane, the like, speed lane when you're hosting because I feel the exact opposite yeah like the couple of times that I host I'm like get me off of the stage like I don't I'm I can't hide behind the thing that I've presented anymore I'm not an improv person the way y'all are yes and yes and nine (laughs) nine out of ten times like people who have and it doesn't really happen anymore because I've like shown I've proven what I can you know it's like Mm -hmm. we're like eight years into this you've seen it you know other people can't fucking do it like I do it like you know and uh uh I just 
feel like in the beginning there was this thing where people were going, well, you're just a host in this kind of like smarmy way. And then I would, those girls would get shows and be stuck mm-hmm. in that situation. And I got apologized to at least five times of people coming back yep. around and going, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't understand when you were booking the shows that all of this is on your shoulders when you're yeah. hosting the shows. All, not that I'm fucking, you know, I'm like hang me up on the cross but like they're like there's actually a lot you would catch on fire there's there's a lot of responsibility to it that people don't understand and uh, And a lot of behind the scenes stuff that they don't get where they're just going well just book me just book me I don't understand what the problem is like because it's like there's fuck a off. System. There's a system and there's so much going on that doesn't have to do with you. And when you have 20 of your friends knocking on your door going, why didn't you book me? You will feel that same feeling and yeah. you will go back and apologize. Well, when you have that, <laughs> like, worst, and you're cultivating the, the entire night for everyone. Yes. And as the night progresses, you're in charge. If it starts to go off the rails, you yeah. have mm-hmm. to get it back on the rails. Yeah. Like my, my death virus last week took mm-hmm. me out and I missed three gigs in a row at sidetrack. <laughs> and when I came back, everyone was like, Thank God you're back. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, thank God I'm back. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's yeah. my story. It's fucking hard. Yeah. But fun if you do it right. Um, Sasha, why'd you start? And what kept you? What kept you what going? Has it changed? Yeah, 14 what years. Like, it? you really must yeah. love this. Um, well, I love that bar, first of all. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's literally my home and my family that I've created, you mm-hmm. know, away from my original family. Um Okay, so I started because, like I said, I was bartending, and we had our yearly turnabout show, mm-hmm. which was a fundraiser for Pride. And I, my name was Frisbee Jenkins. <gasps> I've heard of the Frisbee Jenkins. <laughs> I mean, I from ha- you from you guys who joke about Frisbee Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I love. I'm really bummed <laughs> that my name is Sasha Bell. Honestly. Oh no. Because. I wish I would have kept Frisbee Jake. Frisbee forever. Well, Frisbee forever. Well, they told me all the pageant queens at the bar, you know, when I started after that, when I was like, I could do this. And then I kept looking in the mirror and like, yeah, this is this is for me. And then they were like, well, Myrna, if you want to do drag and pageants, you have to have a professional name. And so yeah, I, I did Sasha and then Pretty Bill. Maybe her daughter later on, but but if it was like now, you would probably be frisbee, frisbee. really successful <laughs> or tearaway pants or yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, okay, so I so I kept doing it at that point because I really like wanted to be a diva. I still did comedy throughout, just a little, but mostly I was like a dancing queen. I thought I was Beyonce. And same, same, one hundred percent. And I honestly think, like, I think I've had a successful drag career, but as far as drag race, I think that was my detriment was mm. that I tried to go in there and be really fierce, and I should have gone in and been funny, funny. you know. Mm. And now, um, and now I'm literally switching my drag, and I'm, I'm getting like when I was packing for this gig tomorrow, I was like. I got like a jumpsuit and I got like a pretty leotard and then I'm like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to Berlin. I need to go have fun. And then look so, like a frisbee. <laughs> so I packed frisbee and I'm I'm doing both comedy numbers tomorrow. Yay! But, like, but I mean, like everyone now, it feels like. I mean, that's not true, but like so many queens now want to be. They're trying to like out beauty each other, which and is be, so hard, and outfish each other and be. You know, yeah. it's hard and, for some people. <laughs> but I, but I, I mean, I, I just want to focus on that now. So that's what's kind of keeping me now. Is so you're kind of changing lanes with your drag a little. Yeah, and and focus more on that. Yeah, and, yeah, and I like hosting shows too. I've been doing that for 
like 10 years now just hosting it. So mm-hmm. you love and it. hosting drag, my drag race and stuff. Yeah, I do. I would yeah. love it. Yeah. I'd be bored if I didn't go to that show. Yeah. So is Frisbee Jenkins your Sasha Fierce? <laughs> <laughs> like when you get on stage, like off stage, I am Sasha Bell. I am Frisbee Jenkins. Or what was that Garth Brooks album where he turned into Chris Gaines? Chris Gaines. Why do we know that? Oh my because god. Because we're from terrible the south. people. We have emo bang. Yeah. Because we're from the south. And it was like a huge he looked like flop. Pete I'm Wentz. I'm having a flashback. I've blocked that from my memory. <laughs> oh my god. But you could do it. You could totally do it. Or you, or like, what? who is it that had, oh, shoot. Whoa, what's his name? He went crazy and went on, or he didn't actually go crazy. He was like pretending to be super method for that movie. What? Oh, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. You could yeah. totally pull a Joaquin Phoenix. A but instead do Frisbee Jenkins and just not tell anybody you're going to do it. You'd be like, this is me now. Very, um, Miss Nelson is missing. <laughs> Where you show up, do you know this? No. Viola Swamp. Do you know the children's book? It's, it's so good. So there's these, I'll briefly, there's these kids and they're terrible to their teacher. Her name oh, is Miss yes, Nelson. Yes, yes, and then yes, one yes. day Miss Nelson doesn't show up. Uh, uh, Viola Swamp shows up. Which is she's an amazing name. an evil witch with like a giant nose and she's just rotted and she like is evil to the kids and all the kids are nice. Uh, uh, because she's so evil. Because she's and going then, to kill them. And then Miss Nelson <laughs> comes back, and then all the kids uh, are like, thank God you're back, Miss Nelson. We're so sorry. We're so mean to you. And at the very end, Miss Nelson goes to her house and walks into her closet, and up is hanging Viola Swamp's wardrobe because she was her the whole time. Oh, yeah. man. It was so the original like, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, it's like, don't take advantage of, of the people, or they'll come back as Frisbee Jenkins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a cautionary <laughs> tale, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't uh, okay. Kyra knows. It's fine. That's not why they answered your question. <laughs> Lord, did Who it? knows? It's fine. That's not why they listen to this podcast. Um, do you want to do the next one? I really I do, because I'm super excited about oh, this. No. I know this person who's asking the question is an insane person. <laughs> <laughs> Suze from Port Fierce, a.k.a. Fort Pierce, Florida. This is my mother. To Dixie Lou, are you looking forward to the Mother's Day roast? I sure am. Hi, Tranica. Ah, oh, your mom dead named you, dude. Uh, <laughs> Dixie Lou. My fucking mom. Dixie oh, Lou. She's so that. cool. Uh, for those who don't know, we're having a, a, a two-part conversation weekend Dang. on the um, 11th of May is Lady Bunny for our all comedy show and the next day we're having a special Sunday edition of Drag Matinee my mom is a special guest and it's a huge fucking roast and my mom's gonna roast people um, we're celebrating moms no one's allowed to make fun of moms we're no. all roasting yeah. each other and everyone we're telling them bring your moms we'll cheers to them and it's gonna be fun I just love how your mom slid uh, into our DMs to promo herself right. <laughs> essentially right <laughs> I also can't tell if like Dixie Lou was a joke or if she actually thinks that's <laughs> I think she knows. She knows. No, I know. No, I love your mom. I'm so excited to see you, girl. We're going to have a good time. We're not going to make fun of mom, but we're no. going to include her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, she's going to make fun of you guys. Well, I know. I just want I'm to ready. hear my mom making fun of Maureen San Diego's saggy titty. <laughs> really all I am. Is that... Is Maureen the one who played the trombone? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Instagram. The variety of things she has glued to her breasts the is legendary. Yeah. Like, I watched that like 20 times. Me too. <laughs> I kept watching it because it was making me laugh so hard. It was on my Instagram. It's her doing final <laughs> countdown and it starts out like pretty normal and it goes to her playing the trombone like, like, a, like guitar, a guitar. And then doing like full knee slides and then like collapsing Still and just putting her. 
her legs fully up in the air, um, and she's playing the trombone on the ground. And the audience is just, just like, like staring, checked in. baffled. Yeah. It's if so she, good. If she did not have drag as an outlet, do you think she would have murdered someone? Right <laughs> <now>? <laughs> like, yeah. We so... don't have proof that she has that. That's true. <laughs> like, we don't the know Zodiac anything. Killer at this moment? <laughs> I know. No, it's a mystery. <laughs> the Ted Cruz of Halstead. <laughs> we could solve so many like cold cases if we is just took a... some DNA from that trombone. Is this a true crime podcast? <laughs> I think now? it just turned into it. I think it might be. It's just it's us investigating Maureen for like three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'll do this real one. <laughs> uh, Elisa from Chicago, if you could produce a reality show focused on local drag, what would it be? Oh, oh. I, I feel like this is a really specific question for you because you are like the connoisseur. Yeah. Well, I got this one. I yeah? would love oh. to do it. I, w- I would do a matinee one and then focus on like, I mean, I've thought about it. I think it's probably very possible. Yeah. Right? It would yeah. be fun. It doesn't need to be all fake ass drama. It could literally just be a bunch of drag queens in a room it, it, under, you know, like a lot of pressure and a lot mm-hmm. going on. Like it's inherently dramatic. Yeah. And not like it's a, pretty dramatic down there. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but no. just like everything's just bam, 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 bam. It'd be like know. backstage at like a Vegas showgirl show or something. And, like it's a similar yeah. vibe. Can I be the nosy neighbor? You are. <laughs> right. Come on with these shenanigans. Hardy ho. Um, yeah, just like it's fun to look at. It's like just the you get performances, mm-hmm. you get behind the scenes, like what the fuck is going on? Someone's yeah. always pulling some bullshit at the door. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Sasha, you seemed super ready for this one. Yeah, you said you knew. Um, naked and afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Every single week, I'm afraid that one of us is going to spit champagne onto the mic. <laughs> she came really close this time. I but think like, um, the basement of Berlin is naked enough. Yeah. Well, yeah, like instead of in nature, yeah. though, you're doing the show. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do the whole, like, get ready and do the show. <laughs> just roll you down the Berlin stairs and you just wake up in the wild in the cobwebs. But then, like, on the stage, you're still afraid. Like, yeah. so you're just trembling your whole number. I am. How did you know? <laughs> You can only survive on Berlin bombs. Oh, God. <laughs> that, that sounds that, awful. That's its own, like, terrible fear factor. And it's, like, survival on Berlin bombs. Have to smell someone else's tights. Oh. Somebody's just there with a spoon trying to dig through to cheesies. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, what about you? Oh, um, I mean, I've... I know that people have looked into this as like a joke, but I like, I really enjoy, I love a housewives. I will be very honest. Me too. I watch all of them. I know we text about Even it. Potomac and Dallas. I watch Potomac one. and Dallas. Dallas oh, has gotten so much they're better. Great. They're Dallas has gotten so Miami. much better. Oh. Miami too. R.I.P. R.I.P. Don't love, miss DC. I love Dallas. No, not at all. DC is awful. awful. Um, but yeah, I think like you, like I, we have so many big personalities in Chicago. Uh-huh. Um, that I, I think it would be pretty easy to make Very a reality easy. show. Almost And I would want to like see representation from every bar like on the strip. Mm-hmm. Like you pick That'd one cool. queen from each bar and just maybe like maybe a docu-series that focuses specifically on like that bar, that queen. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really fun to watch. Yeah. Plus I'd like to just see a bunch of us um, slowly work our way through our alcoholism. Oh, we like we get to the end and it's like one big long intervention. <laughs> Do you remember uh, that gay.com series? It was the Queens of New York and it was yep. probably from nine, eight, nine years ago. It was Bianca, Lady Bunny, Peppermint, uh, Mimi I'm First, Logan Hardcore. Uh, was Marty Gould Cummings a part of that or no? No. That was too, too early. early. Before her time. Um, 
I'm missing a bunch. Sherry oh, Vine. Yeah. Like, uh, and then they had them all at a roast at the end. Um, and then they would, like, kind of, uh, um, fuck, what's her name? She goes to <laughs> Mykonos every year. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> Erica Jane. No. Uh, <laughs> Acid Betty was a part of it. But, um, yeah, they all, would, it was just, like, a, a peek into their life. It was, like, these little 10, 15-minute yeah. clips. And uh, for Mimi, I'm first, instead of everyone else just showing up their closets, getting ready, she chose to tell her father that she does drag and bring him into her <gasps> uh, into her space. And he walked out and... And she, like, talks about how she, like, grew up living on park benches because, like, her family disowned her. So she wanted to go on camera and, like, reveal all this stuff. And it's, like, so overdramatic and ridiculous. And, uh, like, two or three years ago at a viewing party, Acid Betty came and I, like, brought it up and was like, do you remember how everyone was just like, this is us going to the gig and this is so fun. And then Mimi I'm first was, I'm going to confront my dad. And she was like, yeah, do you want to know the craziest part of that? That was an actor that she had hired to play her father. <gasps> no. She has a gift that keeps This is giving. how deep into the psyche we are in this insane person. Uh, is you that know what? Real? That's Screw wild. It. No reality shows about us, just me. Maybe me her. Wow. Whoa. Fucking crazy. That's so much. So did she grow up on park benches? <laughs> Do you think or that's did why, she hire them? Do you think that's why she, <laughs> she rented a park bin? <laughs> Is this just for my Insta picture? <laughs> that's why she picked up India. She's like, I'm your park <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Uh-huh. Do we wow. Lose or do we edit it out? Who include knows? Include, lead with include, it. I know. Leave it. We're just, you know, the people have to know. They need to know. What uh. do you think? I would do a taxi cab confessionals, oh but only drag queens and only coming home from gigs. That's actually really good. It would, oh, be, would be full be. of taxi penises, though. <laughs> so we're clear. It's okay, we could blur yeah, it out. It okay. We could blur That's it out. That's actually hilarious. Nobody steal that idea. <laughs> I want to make lots of money. <laughs> okay. These are just pornos. Right. <laughs> These are all the opening scenes of porno. Yeah. It's either like... I mean, you know. Because it all starts the same. It's always like, you're very beautiful. Where are you going? <laughs> I'm going home. Do you have a, a roommate? Yep. You're like, you yeah. You want to do drag? Yeah. Oh <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. Yeah, exactly. All right. So these are all hits. I love it. Uh, <laughs> um, Mo from Sacramento Specifically for Dixie and T, how do you establish effective stage presence slash confidence when you're not a stunt dancing queen? Am I a stunt queen? I don't think any of us are stunt queens. None of us are. I don't know. You're a dancing queen. You're a dancing queen. Not that queen. Uh, <laughs> I am Frisbee Jenkins. I am Frisbee Jenkins. I'm still coming into my own as a performer, and I worry that because I'm not a stunt queen, the crowd will sense my anxiety and not take me as seriously as my sister queens who can buck the house down. I can't dance. Mm. I can move, and I know how my body moves, and you I know move what works well. for me. Thank you. you. Very, very but well. I am not a dancer, and I don't have a lot of dance training. I took like one dance class in college, and I was bad. <laughs> so I just like you learn if you do it enough you learn how your body moves and you can figure out what's good and what's not I think it's hard to go into something brand new no matter what it is drag whatever it is like and saying like I have a lot of anxiety how do I overcome that anxiety mm-hmm. like it, worrying about the anxiety brings on the anxiety yeah. like you gotta go out there you gotta flop you gotta you just to learn accept failure as an yeah. option and when it does happen you have to know how to kind of confidently fail yeah, where, it's inevitable. And I've said this before where you go, well, I'm failing right now. Like, yeah. The, yeah. like the audience can sense these things. So 
when things go wrong, say it out loud, especially if you're on the mic or yeah. if your yeah. wig falls off, you pick the wig up and you flop it around and it is what it is, you know, but you don't just like shrink back into yourself. Like if something bad is happening, when something's going wrong, that is your chance. That is a gift. Yeah. That is that, yeah. the universe has given you that gift. That is the chance for you to break the audience and go, all right, we're all in this together. We mm-hmm. all think this is fucking awkward. Okay, great. And they will champion you after you make fun of yourself. Right. You I know I've told that sto- this story before on the podcast, but like for when I did that <laughs> piano man thing, the little tiny piano <laughs> at your show, I, and like forgot the lyrics in the middle of it because like I was laughing too hard. And this guy in the front row had been singing all the lyrics up until that point, And I was like, buddy, take it away. And he like totally choked. And then we got to laugh God, about that together. So then you lost and your, like, Yep, it was thing, a whole so. thing. And then, but then it came back to the chorus and the whole crowd started singing because they all wanted to like, because I didn't like yeah. freak out and try to hide it. I was just like, here we are all together. Yeah. yeah. I'm not alone anymore. Everybody help. And then we had this lovely moment together. And like, would I want that to happen again? Absolutely no. not. It was the worst. But like, if you acknowledge it and you move through it, you learn something. Yeah. I want to say, Sasha. Your moment that was a little <laughs> bit of a disaster that you had oh, to rally through. Yeah. I want to know. The Not the one we saw on TV. <laughs> the, one... <laughs> the one. Like, what is a memory of yours where you were like, that did not go well, that you had to, like, switch it up? I mean, honestly, it would be that when, I, when Katya sent me home. It was because I couldn't control it, you know? And I wanted to do so well on the show. I wish I would have had more fun with it and joked about it when I got eliminated. But instead, I was just so, like, I mean, you're on another planet when you get eliminated. So, But, like, if I lose a wig or something like that or fall at my show, I mean, I know everyone there. So it's, like, it's not a big deal. And even when I started, I still knew everyone there because I'd been bartending. Mm. So, um... I mean, so, but even like tomorrow when I perform, if I fall or something, I'm gonna have fun with it. But it's like you're so out of control when you're on that show. That's Mm -hmm. what, you know, I just sat there and kept thinking about it, think about it, and how it would look. Yeah. Oh, man. That was probably, that was probably the highest anxiety I've had in drag. And then when you watched it on TV, was it as bad (laughs) as you thought? Or were you like, it was, it was honestly worse because, um, I thought that the rest of the song had gone all right and mm-hmm. that I was funny and campy, and but I didn't know what all... Ka- you, you don't watch yeah. the other person yeah, perform, yeah, yeah. so I didn't know Katya did all that. Yeah, I didn't even know Katya, you know? Because before that, all we had done was sewn in the first challenge, and then she was on the other team, so I didn't even got to know her yet. Yeah. I didn't know she could do that stuff. So when I saw it, I was like, oh! <laughs> 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 like, she beat me hardcore, so kind of gives me anxiety thinking about it. I mean, I can laugh about it, yeah. but the thing that sucks is I know the majority of the population doesn't know how I really am on stage because mm-hmm. that's all they have to base it off of. Yeah. And even with my thing with Ginger, I thought when we were the twins, I thought that was kind of my redemption and people would be like, oh, she's funny. She's a camp queen, you know? But no, I mean, a lot of, you know, the haters from the show, they're going to stay haters. That's yeah. what I've learned. That's a, that's, that's one thing too. Like, cause when like you host, like when I'm hosting the viewing party or like on, on our IMHO show, like, of course we review the episodes and I always like, I try to say, and I try to say this often that like, 
what we're seeing on TV is like a TV character and it's not the person that you think this person is and you Mm -hmm. need to look like beyond that. And like, yeah, are we going to like throw shade and have fun with like what we saw on TV? yeah. Yeah, but is that the person we're throwing shade at? I would hope not. I mean, I know a lot of people in the fandom get like so into it that they can't see beyond that. But no, it's crazy. I mean, because like, I mean, I have opinions. I have opinions about this new season and things I don't like that have happened and stuff, you know, but it's like I'm not going to get on any kind of social media and bash the person. I mean, I still get tagged on Instagram like weekly where they're like, what the hell was she thinking in this lip sync? And they'll post the video. So I'm like, it's how many years has it been? (laughs) Move on. Yeah. But I mean, like you overcome it. I mean, like now I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. I also just feel like Mo says that they're still coming into their own as a performer. Like that means you're going to be trying stuff out and Mm -hmm. figuring it out and not knowing. Like T, I feel like you watch all these queens like doing that process and crash landing all the time. And like people, the people figure out what they do and it's not always that they figure out that they're going to do a split here or whatever. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I always say, like, you have to be able to be humiliated on stage, which I think coming from theater, like, we understand that emotion, and it can hit you like a ton of bricks at the time, and then you fucking sulk and cry about it, and you step back and go, all right, how are we fixing it? Because we're still doing theater here, right? Like, when people don't have that background, I think it's a lot harder Mm. to, like, move past these weird emotions that fully take over all of your senses at the time. Like you can't even process what's going on when you like flop, you know? Yeah. But like in theater, you're like, well, I got a show tomorrow, so I got to figure out how I'm going to get past this. Mm -hmm. And I think that helps us a lot. But I tell like, you have to have a threshold for humiliation. Um, And that's in the beginning. Like, I don't think, I don't feel that feeling weekly. I don't feel it. I don't ever feel it anymore. Mm -hmm. when you're putting yourself out there, you're saying, judge me, take me, tell me what I have to do. And and that's the first few years and you have to fucking take it. But you know, that's the trade off. If you want all that glory later and you want to feel it on a regular basis, I mean, you got to put yourself out there and sometimes it flops and you're just like, I feel like a fucking moron. You got to walk through the humiliations. Yeah. Or you will not get the glory at its height later. It is as much bad as you get you will get that much good if you just let yourself go there and then if you get a little bit of negative you can't shrink back and just give up yeah you have to be able to fail you have to force yourself to be able to get to that level because you know what the ones who watch drag race and watch makeup tutorials and how to death drop and all this stuff on youtube and they've been practicing in their house Mm -hmm. in their teenage years and then when they finally come on the scene and they're this great drag queen and everybody's like, wow, they're amazing for the first time. But then a year later, we're like, where's the progression? Yeah, yeah. It's because they never hit rock bottom to say, how can I get better? Mm-hmm. And, they, and, and they, they hit rock bottom later in a different way where mm-hmm. they're like, well, why am I not continuing to get these bookings? Or why am I not continuing to get this? You know? yeah. I mean, bad critique, stuff like that, that sucks. But it only forces you to get better. I yeah. love to hit rock bottom at least once a week. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Usually in a cab. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this is my show, I'm telling you. <laughs> Seriously, though, I mean, it fucking sucks. But, like, where would I be without so many times where I look back and go, my God, mm-hmm. I can't even think of the level of humiliation I was feeling at the time where I was just like, let me put myself out there. And yeah. I just never want to talk about those moments. Like, I never want to think about them. But I know I'm never going to take that 
uh, I'm never going to go into that situation unprepared again. And yeah. That's exactly what I did that put me there. And that's why I'm so OCD with like things that I plan now. Because if you don't plan them, you're just flying by the seat of your pants. And so there's true. also like a, like, a, um, it's, it's fun and it's exciting and you feel kind of jealous when you meet somebody who has like blind confidence. Right. You know, there's like, <laughs> Hate those you know, girl, you know who we're talking about. We there's a lot of yeah. Them. There's a lot of people that have this like, I'm great. Everything I do is great. And like, no, throw me in the main show. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's nice. But then there needs to be a level of like self-awareness and, Thank and you. dare I say like anxiety. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to have like major flops or causes you to do better. Mm-hmm. Like I, when I hosted Drag Mat a couple weeks ago when you were out, like <laughs> every time I host, it's like those moments when I'm on the mic and I'll tell a joke that kind of flops and I'm like, there's a little bit of anxiety around that, but then you also, you use that and you mm-hmm. go, that was the wrong crowd. Yeah. Why was that the wrong crowd? Mm-hmm. And then the next joke you make should be a little different. But if you have this blind confidence, you're not willing to sit in the anxiety yeah. of it, you're and, not going to change it. And if you have that thing in your brain that blames it immediately on the audience, on the crowd. where you no. go, well, fuck you guys. I said, cheer. Well, yeah, it's just I a bad loud. crowd. Yeah, it's like, no. you're. If I go into something, it can be people who literally are just frowning. My job is to turn them. That mm-hmm. is my soul fucking purpose. I don't care if I get one smile. That's something. But you should be working your entire time on that stage to turn everyone in a bad mood into a good mood. That is why you're there. Turn everyone in a good mood completely against you. Right. (laughs) The real people... I want to go to that show. No, the real people who are like... When I watch them and I'm like, damn, that is a really talented motherfucker. Mm. I'm like, it's because they've changed... Shut up. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) <laughs> it's because they they get up on stage and no matter what the room feels like before they completely change the temperature of the room. Mm-hmm. Like the air just feels thicker somehow or yeah. like different mm-hmm. and you just know that that is a person that is commanding the stage and that is not always a dancing queen. And true. That goes oh yeah, that that's a good point. And that also goes back to what you guys were saying earlier about being great MCs and making sure that you keep everybody up and stuff, but it's like it's not just when you start the show, but it's like, what if someone does a terrible ballad and like, yeah. half the crowd goes out for SIGs and stuff? Mm-hmm. And then, like, that's what a lot of people don't understand the power that MCs have and yeah. what makes a good MC. You, you have yeah. to keep them up I the would, whole time. I would say I would immediately go, all right, and next we have, welcome mm-hmm. to the stage. You spend as little time talking, you go straight into how can how, we brought the energy down. I'm not going to talk anymore. I would bring it right back up with a performance. Like, yeah. Snap if, them out of it. If anyone's mm-hmm. just totally flopped on stage, I mean, <laughs> sorry to show my cards, but if <laughs> anyone's ever flopped, I'll just go straight into the next <laughs> Now <one>. you know. <laughs> now everyone <laughs> Gonna be like waiting for her to make a comment. She would make a comment. I flopped. I flopped. <laughs> sometimes um, we're just running late, guys. It's yeah, okay. Sometimes we're just running late. <laughs> um, I do, and I bring this up a lot. I do think that no matter what you are performing, or if you're on the mic, whatever, eye contact. I say this time and time again. Mm. The second you walk on stage, do not be afraid to metaphorically grab people by the balls by just making eye contact and showing them I'm not afraid of you but also I'm welcoming you into my space so you walk on stage and you just look out into that audience and you get them Mm -hmm. Mm because you feel people they just kind of go up and they look out and then it just doesn't you don't connect you don't connect but when you think preparation when you're watching think you're in a group of 100 people and you're just up there holding your drink staring up and someone just looks you in the eye and just fucking kind of 
ding. Yeah. Or say you, you're like, all right, I'm in. And then you see them, they just kind of, they capture your interest. That is something that can so quickly get the audience to just ding, like tune into what you're doing. And right Absolutely. before you do a death drop, make sure you lock eyes for just the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be You're amazing. You know, I've, I've never had a problem with connecting when I've, MC'd, but I used to have a horrible problem looking at people when I was performing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I would always like look up or look at the spot. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'd like look right Because you're not talking directly to, like you're weird, not actually yeah. using your voice to talk to them. But yeah. people like, I mean, it's true. Like even when someone's performing, like the ones that are very captivating, like will look at you and yeah. Like, yeah. make you feel like you're part of it. People yeah. come to queer spaces to be seen and to witness. Yeah. Oh, Shut oh up. my God, Dixie! Ooh. I like that. I'm gonna light you on fire. <laughs> no, that like that struck me. Ooh, is that sincere? That was, oh God! Yeah. I felt like I was being smart. No, no it was, not <laughs> that was it's cute. wow. Well, and that's another Thanks, part y'all. of just my book going, will be out next fall. <laughs> that's another that's bumper the, sticker. Let's start there. That's the difference between going <laughs> to watch like a movie. I want in that a, on my cart. <laughs> that's like the difference between going to watch a movie in theaters versus mm-hmm. watching it by yourself. Like, I, if I want to go see a movie in theaters, it's because I want to be surrounded by people laughing yeah. and taking it in. So when I'm in a crowd, I go in and I, I want the host to make me feel comfortable and kind of look around and go, okay, we're all good to laugh here. We're all good to yell and tip. And, I mean, that's so much of the MC's point of being there. Yeah. Um, but you, you go in and you you feel anxiety, and the MC has to go, all right, shake it off. We take a dollar out. We tip. Here's where the bathrooms yeah. are. Here, you know, like, don't be afraid to scream and yell. And it lets you become a part of a group, yeah. which is why you're there. And it just loosens people up from the jump. Totally. Because so many places you go and they're just standing 10 feet back from the stage and they're just staring. And no one's given them proper instruction on what to you do. You have to tell them how to act. How to mm-hmm. act and let them absorb into the amoeba of the group and just totally just Ooh. let loose. Yeah. We're getting scientific. I'm a Christian. I don't believe in that. <laughs> Can we? Pray it away. Pray it away. It's so true about movies, though. Like, Get Out and that new movie, Us. Uh-huh. Like, it's so much fun to be in a huge theater full of people. people. Re- Screaming um, in the yeah. It is unless you sit next to the wrong person. I went to see us in a like packed movie theater. Oh, no. The guy that sat down next to me, first of all, was super late. He came in like he hadn't eaten in days, and he just had this tray of food. And then the entire time, he was by himself, by the way. The entire time he's Roxy. talking out loud. He's just going, Wow, that's that's scary. <laughs> like, all the time. And I just, at, like, I, at first I was just, like, so irritated. And then I was like, uh, I'm not in my living room. Like, he obviously believes he is. He's going to win this delusion. I'm going to let him have it. But, yeah, that was a lot. What was the movie, oh, my God, it was probably, like, 10 years ago. It was a Tom Cruise movie, like a Steven Spielberg movie about the end of the world. Uh, Dakota Fanning was in it. Dakota Fanning? Uh, yeah. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, um, oh, aliens, War, it was War of the Worlds. War of the That's War, one of the, the scariest Alien. movies I've ever seen. Aliens, it's like, so intense. Over. So I saw it in theaters, and there was these two ladies in front of us just talking the entire time. But the thing that stood, I'm from Florida, the thing that stuck <laughs> out was, like, midway through the destruction. They were actually turned, alligators? One, one of them turns <laughs> to the other and goes, one turns to the other and goes, that looks like the neighborhood during the hurricane. And I was like, you're right. (laughs) You go to the movies a lot. I go by myself. I go with friends. You do. I love going to movies. You should be a movie critic. I have terrible opinions. Yeah, that's true. I almost love my phone a lot. Well, so do most movie critics. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Have you met Clarissa? the movie critics. You'll meet her tonight. She's big 
on movies, so you'll love her. But she's always got the worst opinions. <laughs> what? Like what? Like the wrong opinion about oh, okay. movies. Like everybody, everybody, <laughs> like she likes DC over Marvel. That's wrong. It's I just s- wrong. And like last night, she's like, you want to see Shazam? And I'm like, no, uh, you don't. <laughs> now, like, I do think it looks funny, but I, was like, it was like, a point. I, was I know. Do you remember when like the... Marvel and CDs... Uh, <laughs> was it the last? We can't Harry be friends anymore. No, I, know. I think it was the last Harry Potter or something. It was like almost ha- or something really big. Almost had perfect like reviews or whatever. And then there was this one critic who like was the negative critic. And then people went back and looked at everything that he reviewed. He negatively reviewed everything except for like bad movies that he loved. Like Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> that shit. It, it, it was this one guy who's famously known for just being a horrible movie critic yeah. and he set up the whole scale of them being 100% Was it That's Kevin incredible. James? <laughs> right. Maybe. That makes sense. Maybe. Um, oh, is this me? I'm, yeah, I read Mo from Sacramento. All right, Jad from Kalamazoo. This is our third week answering to Jad. Jad. Tons of questions. Jad's got lots of things to ask. Uh, he said, I'm not sure that I have a unique perspective as a drag artist, but I'm still really interested in working with drag performers in gay nightlife. Cool. What advice do you have for someone who's interested in stage managing slash booking performers but doesn't know how to get their start in the club scene? Just start helping. Yeah, really. show up to a show that you know doesn't have a stage manager and start, start. picking up tips and cleaning up people's outfits and talking to yeah. the Give host the tips to the people that... Um, yes, very important. Very important. Like <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just show up and start helping. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, that's kind of a tricky one because you might just end up doing it forever without getting paid, which is not good. But You can also message a host of a show that you know or yeah. message a, a bar owner that you know and be like... Hi, or even that you don't know, and just be like, hey, yeah. mm-hmm. these are the skills that I have that I can contribute. I would like to be paid, but let me show you what I can do first. And from my point of view, like, like that. that's a, like, you will probably get shut down a lot because yeah. that is the like last thing that I have a budget for. Mm-hmm. And most places would rather just have the audience scoop the money, the girls scoop the money, and then you know, just have the person talk in between instead of having someone scooping the money or helping people dress and stuff. So don't get your hopes up. Mm-hmm. There's, it's it's kind of the last thing. Yeah. I like it because I love an efficient show, bam, bam, bam. But it's not always that way. When talent show, um, I have a show, Dixie Wins a Talent Show, where I do it once a month and I automatically win and everyone competes for second and third place. Oh my God, I love it. pretty good. And for like crazy amounts of money. Like, it's, oh my, like, like you can't even $28.71 or something um, insane. Oh People like God. retire on it. And, <laughs> and, and, and uh, Constellation Prizes, it's a bag that says I'll never be as famous as Dixie. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty true. good. Can I steal that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, that might be one of my drag race um, challenges. <laughs> yeah, it's with. pretty fun actually. But um, the... It used to be, it's at Sidetrack now and they take care of everything, but it used to be at Berlin. Mm-hmm. And I will say as a, like, when they were like, all right, it's Berlin, it's your show. Cause Berlin's very like, you find your person, Ooh, you do it all. Yeah. It's all on you. Um, like, I think I would have actually enjoyed if someone had messaged me and been like, Hey, if you need any help with anything. Cause like yeah. Abby, I was very lucky. Like Abby was with me for so long, but whenever she was out, it was like a scramble of yeah. like, who's going to take yeah. over for her. So yeah. And then later you, you never find know out people being like, Oh, I would have helped you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes you don't always want to post a Facebook thing that goes, Hey, will someone help me? And then every psychopath <laughs> from here to Schomburg goes, I'll help you. And you yeah. don't know who to trust. Like, like, please don't be fingers. near you. Yeah. <laughs> so don't be afraid to tell the, the people who you want to work for, say, Hey, if you ever need help, um, I'm looking yeah. into, or I'm, I'm looking 
I'm down to help. Like I, I like what you guys are doing, and I'm not yeah. gonna do drag, but I just wanna, you know. With Sasha's Bell's Drag Race, because that's such a huge like undertaking. Do you just have like do you have friends helping or like is the there Bell an families? Intern? Yeah, like what's there is um, so like we always use my camera before, and I've had a couple different cameramen. The the one that did it the longest before her name was Casey. Hi, Casey. And, <laughs> um, Casey, we love. She Casey. moved away. Aww. So, but now Brady, this kid um, who's in school for cinema, he like has all this. Like that's why it looks better these last two seasons because he's got like actual good equipment. Well, he went to school for and, cinema. Like, he's got <laughs> like lights and microphones and stuff. So yeah, production value. Yeah, he, production and he value does a really has risen. Job. It has risen. And he it has risen indeed. <laughs> I mean, he he is using it, you know, for his portfolio. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I filmed. Um, but I mean, he also likes doing it. And he likes being around all the drag queens and yeah. Mm. Be somebody's assistant, like volunteer to do that. Yeah, but like in a not creepy way. Yeah, it's hard because there's not always a ton of money in it. So if you really want to do it, like, well, there's a ton of money in drag, though. <laughs> so that's what's <laughs> so weird. Oh my god, it's more just rewarding. Oh yeah, yeah, truly, do it for the how it makes you feel, but also soul sucking at the same time. Soul <laughs> it's a miracle, it's so interesting. Makes you question everything. Yeah, right. funny how that soul works. <laughs> <laughs> a dementor of drag. Uh, you want to do our final one? <laughs> I do. Danica from Chicago. Who Ooh. could that be? Uh, Danica Bonet. Danica. Who is a local entertainer that you believe deserves national recognition? Besides Ooh. not Danica. Mm. Oh, uh, I have to bring up. So uh, tonight, this will air in a week. Um, uh, Kat Sass is going to be yes. on a oh, yeah. show on Fox called Proven Innocent. Proven Innocent mm-hmm. with Kelsey Grammer. Um, Does Cat have lines? Cat has lines, right? Cat's performing. Performing. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Oh, so that's she's, exciting. She's the first uh, AFAB drag queen on like national TV mm-hmm. to be recognized. Which is wild yeah. to me that that's. But like, it's if, wild, if it was anybody, like, it's wild God bless until that you it's meet Kat's Kat, ass. and then you're like, of course it's Cat. Like, yeah. of course Cat. Of course it should be. It should be with that like, the presence. Like, I can't wait to see my tiny little TV try to like. <laughs> Mine's sets. recording. Like, I have it set on my TV. Yes. Oh, you got money. I do. <laughs> um, uh, who else do we think? Who do you think, uh, Dixie? Oh, um, well, obviously, as always, I think Alexis Bevels is the most underrated drag queen in Alexis the world. Yeah. Alexis Bevels is my best friend, and she sings live like a fucking angel. She tap dances. She roller, roller skates. skates. She makes all her own she's hair. She's incredibly outfits. kind. She's always on time. She's very professional. Her numbers always kill. People are like, what? what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Alexis Bevels. And then... Camilla Fox. Camilla Fox. Camilla. Camilla Fox. She's like what I always say is like Chicago's best drag queen. I think like so. Just, yeah. She's perfect, nice, beautiful. Polished. Polished. Talented. Polished as crafty. Shit. Yeah. She's one of those people that like you felt like you felt so good. Like last night went so well and you were like, people were complimenting me left and right. I must have looked so good. And then you see Camilla the next day and you're like, <laughs> I should quit. What am yeah. I doing? Yeah. Yeah, she makes her own hair. Her boyfriend makes nails, and her they're fiance. so cool. Um, she's just so fucking good at what she does. It's infuriating, yeah, but she's or it would be infuriating if she wasn't so kind. Yeah, yeah. I think Auntie Chan is getting so much attention lately mm-hmm. too, which I'm loving. She's really. It's good thanks to our new show, IMHO yes, with yeah. Chan and Dixie. I think that's what's doing it. Sure, sure she's yeah. Very thankful of you for giving her that. Uh, yeah, I gave her that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Who do you think? Anyone from Iowa City? Well, I feel like this would not go well for me if I said just one person. Oh. Just do it. Because they'd be like, why her? Why her? So all 65 bells. I know, right? (laughs) This is the reality show we deserve. (laughs) I mean, I, I do think that they all have, like, different parts of themselves that would be great, like... On any kind of platform. Answer. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're not I ending mean, this podcast until you tell us. Oh my god, I can't pick just one. I can't. Oh, you don't have like, to. Like Gina's so captivating. Gina Bell is so one of the funniest people I've ever met. She's also incredibly twisted and disgusting. So twisted, and yeah. Rotted and evil. Well, she's <laughs> ours now. So yeah. name something that you still have. Um, <laughs> like my link. Scabies. Myling Bell, she's <laughs> bad uh, Bell is like she's so great. She's like Jekyll and Hyde because she's so like, oh hi, how's it going? And then she gets drunk or mm-hmm. gets in drag, and then she's like reading everyone, and she's like, she, she's so fucking funny. And it's it it this is another thing that I like about drag or or anyone who kind of does talks on a mic or is throws himself in that situation is that. Myling, um, she could barely say a sentence like ten years ago. Oh wow! And she was just this person in the corner at the bar. Who and you were her anyone. speech therapist. I was her speech. Ah, <laughs> oh, the king's speech. Oh, <laughs> she tale as old as time. No, but she hosts, or she um, is the show director now, and she is so fucking funny and can talk on a mic. And oh no, I I think she would be really good TV. I love her. All right, well, that was two. That's it. That's all you get. <laughs> Besides that. <laughs> you're going to get in so much trouble when you go home. I know. Roxy's going to be very upset. Roxy, <laughs> you're great, honey. Oh, you're doing no. Amazing. No, she's oh. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, like I said, I like them all. So. Yeah, and, I, and, and I'm proud of them all because anybody who puts themselves out there like that, that's really awesome. Yeah, drag is hard. These aren't local queens, but I think some... Um, like Sasha Colby, Aurora Sex. Sasha yeah. Colby. I think they mm-hmm. fucking deserve Trey's it. jumping up and down in the corner. Sasha Colby <laughs> is Sonique like... should be on All Stars. Yes. She yeah, she should. Stop playing. More trans queen. Yeah. Uh, anybody you want to see? Yeah, everybody took my Cat's people. And also, I mean, Kat's going to be famous. It's just a matter of time. Oh, I have Kat one. is famous. I won. Tenderoni. Tenderoni. Oh, Tenderoni. Oh. Yeah. Tenderoni. I, mean, I feel like Tenderoni is one of the most likable people that I've ever met. I was having this conversation with someone who, well, I don't know. Is unlikable? I'll say, no, I'll say, <laughs> someone's tried to kind of read Tenderoni on something when they were like, no, no, no. on what? And I, my response was the same thing I say about kimchi. It's like, no matter what you're saying against this person i'm going to side like i'm going to side with kim i'm going to side with tenderoni because yeah. they're professional they're really good at what they do they're also very nice they're not gonna you know do anything that wouldn't be in their best interest mm-hmm. so like 100 of the time i'm on tenderoni's side he's one of the most likable people i've ever met also ever. one of Absolutely. the best performers you'll ever oh, see yeah. King so so good we well i will say like danica said local entertainer like and we named a bunch of drag queens so yeah i'm trying to think of more people, but I'm everyone's staring at me now and I'm scared. <laughs> Tell us. No. no, I'll tweet things later. <laughs> I'm too, like, don't do well under pressure. Um, well, I think that brings us to the end. It does. Shall we cheers? Oh, yeah. We should. Oh, thank you guys for being with us. Thank you. Um, will you tell us how to find you online? What to look forward to? Um, yeah. <laughs> Sash Bell on Facebook. 
hate Facebook. Um, Instagram, Sasha Belly. <laughs> Why is uh, it Belly? Because Sasha Bell was taken. Okay. I think it's a porn, it's a porn star. Oh, oh bless. Uh-huh. That's something anyway. Um, Twitter, Sasha Bell 3. Sasha Bell 1 and 2 were taken. Yeah. I think it's Sasha <laughs> more. It's more porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha Bell the second. <laughs> Taking um, raw loads. I love that. Look for me at Drag Matinee last Saturday. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, watch Sasha Bell's Drag Race on my YouTube. I don't know what it is. Sasha Bell's Drag Race. A marketing something. maven. Okay. <laughs> the Bethany Frankel of drag. Okay. Uh, where can we find you? Oh, sure. Um, on Twitter, I'm Sasha Bell 4. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. Uh, Came real close that time. The mic's going to go one of these days. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm at the Dixieland, Instagram, Dixieland Cartwright. Um, and then I know we've been saying it this whole time, but me and Shan's new show, IMHO, which stands for In My Homosexual Opinion, <laughs> which I don't think we said out loud, uh, is on YouTube. And please give it a watch. I think it's very, very funny. And I'm literally at sidetrack uh, anytime the doors are open. So. <laughs> so make sure you see me there. And I'll be at... Mother's Day Roast at Drag Mat. Um, I am uh, T-Rex in Chicago on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Drag Mat every Saturday on 420 is my birthday. We have special guest Jasmine Masters. The princess will be there. Julia Starr from Minneapolis and Tracy Otomi from Nashville. Also 511 Lady Bunny uh, for the Goofball, our all comedy show. That is an all comedy double weekend on uh, 512. It is Mother's Day. We're going to have Mother of a Roast with my fucking mom and a ton of roasters like uh, Auntie Chan, <laughs> Dixie Lynn Cartwright, Maureen San Diego, Joan Waters, uh, Travis Fio. Uh, There's uh, somebody I don't know, like a newer. Chanel Mercedes Benz. She was a winner of Crash Landing. Mm-hmm. She just moved here. I'm She's excited funny. to meet her. She won the, the comedy one. She's fucking hilarious. Oh, God. No, so people don't know her. She's going to blow you all out of the water. Um, Great. And also, every Thursday, I'm at Roscoe. Hey. Uh, or you can watch those on YouTube and uh, comment negative things <laughs> <laughs> on a free video that costs tens of thousands of dollars to make. All right. Moving <laughs> on. fucking ha. <laughs> uh, I am lucky.stiff on Instagram. I am luckystiff2. That's the number two on Twitter. I'm on Facebook at all the usual things, although I don't answer my friend requests in a timely manner. Um, And uh, I'm taking the next couple of weeks to finish my thesis, but I'm back on 418 um, at the SAIC Drag Show, which I'm super excited about, School of the Art Institute of Chicago. And every third Friday with Kat Sass at Goddess at Berlin Nightclub. Um, Follow us on Goddess the Show on Insta and Facebook for info about that. And um, on 420, I'm doing pregame with Aurora Gosmic and Tiffany Diamond, and I'm very excited about that one. And Trey is coughing in the corner. I wonder if you'll be able to hear him. (laughs) All right, well, I think that brings us to the end. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me back. I would love to tell you that I had a great time, (laughs) but I'm not a fucking liar. Let's not not start lying to each other. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.